Okay, so I'd like to remind everybody that this show is dedicated as a refuge lemma for Chaim Yosefi ben Sora Miriam and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, my book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is still out there along with the other. We're asking, yes, one day there will be, as is Hashem, uh, there will be, um, there will also be. My double CD, the story CD called I'm Innocent, I Tell You, produced by a CD. The CD story is produced by a UFA story series with Master Story. And if you'd like to order any of the other types of CDs that I have, uh, you can order them by uh, calling 718-375. Okay, if you're interested in storytelling uh, performances for uh, either father and son, um, Lava Malkis or learning programs or Hanukkahs or, or Shivas or, or Basiakos, types of assemblies or whatever, birthday parties, etc., Number again is seven one eight three seven five one two nine four. Interested perhaps in the Koyach and the Moyach type of demonstration, the Hamish demonstration that demonstrates what the power of the mind can do with physical strength and internal power. And or if you're open minded and you want to have a uh, extreme martial arts uh, demonstration, so then you can call for information about that too. Yes, it is. But now we got to get the show started right away. Okay? All right. So let's do it real fast. Oh, we finished? No, 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 no. Yes, yeah, not that fast. Okay. So I'd like to remind everybody that this show is dedicated as a refuge lema for Chaim Yosefi ben Sarah Miriam and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay. Once again, it's sponsored for a refuge lema for Chaim Yosefi ben Sarah Miriam and Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. I'd like to remind everybody that uh, my book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is still out there, along with the other books from Arts Girl. Uh, Zelig the Wagon Driver is done by BSD Publishing, and uh, the other three books are by Arts Girl. And as a shame for those who are asking, yes, one. Be um, <clears throat> Shraga Ben Shraga will be turned into a book also. Okay, and I would like to remind everybody that uh, my double CD. The story CD called I'm Innocent, I Tell You, produced by a CD. The CD story is produced by a UFA story series with Master Storyteller. And Rabbi Yitzhak and it's called I'm Innocent, I Tell You. It's still available in stores. And if you'd like to order any of the other types of CDs that I have, uh, you can order them by uh, calling 718-375-1294. Give me your email address or your fax number. I'll be more than happy to email you or fax you the updated list. Okay, if you're interested in storytelling, uh, perform types of assemblies or whatever, birthday parties, etc., and so on and so forth, if you want to hire me for 
storytelling. So the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again. The Koyach and the Moyach, a type of demonstration, the Hamish demonstration that demonstrates what the power of the mind can do with physical strength. Uh, extreme martial arts uh, demonstration, so then you can call for information about that too. And if you're interested in either artwork or art lessons or martial arts uh, or martial arts, you know, to You got that right again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, and I'd like to remind everybody of Hashem, a lot of the classes are pretty well booked, so I just may have to put you on a waiting list, and sometimes people drop out, and sometimes people try something, and they realize it's not for them. So if an opening opens up, I'd be more than happy to let you know. Okay, so uh, Hashem, um, it's pretty full. Okay, so you must have a big story. Well, I have a big story, and also people have been complaining that there's not enough time to the stuff that you and I do. But, but it's so much fun. I know, but we have to go on. Okay, so today I am going to tell a very, very interesting story. But it's uh, written in the Safer, but on the way over, I forgot the name of the Safer, sorry. And it's very interesting. You know, let's just brought down on one of these mice. You say, Bet you he's in the Macroiska Dialys. Are you looking at my papers again? Figure out which one is he? Ah, uh, Clayucker. No. Uh, um, 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 who lived from the years of 1089 to 1167. So that means he was about 78 years old when he was nifty, if I did my calculations correct. All right. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, 78. I was right. Okay, so he lived 78 years old. He was born. I'm giving you a little background. Uh, uh, why do we need to know this one? Because if you know who he is, then <laughs> you can understand. Okay, so here's how it goes. <clears throat> so Rabbi Ram ben Meyer ibn Ezra was a great, great tzaddik. He also knew quite a lot of stuff about philosophy and many other subject matters and everything. And he uh, wrote him a Furish. Uh, he made, wrote several for him. He's also very good as a poet and uh, and philosophy and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, what he's most famous for is his Mephoirish um, in the Beis Yehuda. Right, right. 
So it's not the Arachim. It's not the Ramban. It's not. Okay, I got the picture. Okay, so we got that straight. Okay, so he was born and he lived for quite a while in uh, a province in Spain called Tudela, if I'm pronouncing it right, Tudela or Tudela, whatever it is. Um, it's a Spanish name, I guess. And it was a part of the province in Spain uh, called Navarra, if I'm pronouncing it right. And he was nifted eventually in Cala Horara, Hora, whatever. Again, it's a Spanish word, so I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but <laughs> these are the true facts. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a story, now that you've got a background on who this Tadik is. So we're going to go all the way over to tell you one more little fact. Oh yeah, what's that? It's very important for the story. Okay, so tell me what it is. Okay, basically what you got to know is that uh, he was such a great Tzaddik that he used to use some forms of Kabbalah to do things. And he used to, uh, you know, be... Baumlifus or something, you know what I mean? Baumlifus? Yeah, yeah, it was the shtickle Baumlifus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he was, you know, smart, I wouldn't say him shtickle. I, I, I seem to call him a, a piece of a, a Baumlifus, you know what I mean? Okay, but he'll, he'll pick up Yiddish too because he probably knows that language too anyway. Whatever, anyways, uh, can I start now? I, get, I think I got all the background. Okay, where are we starting from? Um, I think we'll go all the way to Rome, Italy. Wow, okay. Uh, when are we going to fly? Yossi, use your imagination. If I use my imagination, then I stop using it, I'm going to fall out of the sky, you know. Yossi. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay. Anyways, so now, <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm seatbelted. Oh, Yossi. Okay, anyways, here's what happened. We now go to a special meeting. In a small little village. Now, the Sefer did not say what was the name of the Italian town, uh, the Italian shtetl. But one thing I can tell you the story definitely because it took place in the um, mid 1100s. So it took place in the mid 1100s. And here's what happened we go to this small little shtetl. I don't know if it's small or big, whatever. Well, probably it was fairly big because it had a big university there. Anyhow. Let's go right over there. Sure, gentlemen. <laughs> you know why I call this meeting, right? Yeah, yeah, the same old problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now listen here. I want you to know we're not in Russia. So what? What's the problem? We have to be in Italy. Oh, one second. Ah, okay, so tell me, what's the matter? Hey, what, what got a problem? Got, huh? You got a problem there? Uh, no, I don't got a problem. I listen here. You know, we got a little problem in a different way. You see, it appears to be that we always have this Jewish problem. Good idea. Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Don't, don't, don't hide it. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me what is the idea. I was just thinking out aloud. Don't think so much out loud. You're going to give me a headache. No, 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 no. That I have an idea. You see, sometimes uh, Jewish people, when they walk in the street, they don't like to get recognized because they're afraid of us, right? Well, there should be because, oh, it's, you know, when we see a Jew that we can recognize, sometimes we go beat him up, you know? It's
I know that, but, you know, but in this time of the year, you know, in this part of the year, country, you know, like, uh, it's like uh, 1100s, you know, the middle, middle 1100s. Yeah, we were like that. That's right. And so listen here. I have a new plan. Yeah, what's your new plan? I think we should hire somebody. What? Are we going to hire somebody going to shoot all the Jews? That's not a very good. The whole world will not uh, allow this to happen. You know, we have to be very careful. What? Yes, I know. I think we should hire somebody, a magician, somebody who practices the, 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 the magic. The Jewish people call Sitra. <laughs> what are we going to do when something like this happens? I get it. What are you going to do with it? You're going to make them disappear? You're Oh, not a salami, like a little pickle, yes? We'll put them in a jar and make them a sour pickle, yeah? Half sour, medium sour, what do you want? No, listen to me carefully. I'm telling you, this is not what we're going to do. I researched, I found a magician, and he's going to tell you what he's going to do. Hey, hey, Pierre, you may come in now. <laughs> I have inherited for a long time from my family tradition how to call up the Shadim to carry out my wishes. <laughs> uh, listen here, is he going to laugh at the whole time or is he going to tell us what the plan is? All right, all right, all right. Come down, Pierre. Listen here. Pierre's plan is very simple. We're going to build in front of the university, okay? Because, you know, one of the things is we don't want any Jewish people in the university. Yeah, so what's the problem? The problem is not a problem. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. Huh? You listening? We're going to build this very big statue. Very big statue. He's going to put magic spell. Okay. Tells me how to spell. Not that kind of spell. What's the matter with you? Stop, stop thinking silly. <laughs> because I don't understand the plan. How about stop beating around the bush and tell me what the plan is? <laughs> there he goes laughing again. What's I will call up the forces of evil. And I will have them lodge inside the head of the big statue. <laughs> What's the matter with you? And? And then, any time a Jew passes by, when this in And then, you know what's going to happen? Uh, let me think. It's, it's going to make him into a picture. Kill the Jew. Do you understand what I'm saying?
Oh, <laughs> no, I think I like what you're saying. Okay, very good. All right, very good. So So, first they had to build the statue. They put wire frames together, and they melted copper and stone and whatever they needed to do. They made this heavy, big statue. The Kishif inside it, they would make sure that this here statue would sense a Jew no matter how far away he was or at least close enough to the university. And so the work is set out. What are you doing with the arm? I don't know what. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking the arm and I'm putting it in like this. Yeah, yeah, but... but that way and then, then then the arm is gonna be the other way around okay okay all right i do it this way what's the problem it's not a problem but this is not The statue was finally finished, and then the magician came, the Kishifmacher. Yeah! Oh no, not him again. <laughs> what are you gonna laugh for? <laughs> I laugh because I know what I do is very good. <laughs> what you do is very good. <laughs> okay, two stood already. Okay, everybody stand back. <laughs> what is he doing? He, he's putting a candles over there. He's putting candles down there. What is, what's he doing? Huh? Don't worry, what is he doing? He knows. together but i hire him okay listen hey don't worry about a thing he knows why he's doing eh? but it's a good wine he's pouring out a good wine it's part of the ritual he knows what he's doing and sure enough he put out candles all around the statue and he poured out this wine or whatever for reason was that he needed it he put it out there all around and suddenly he told everybody <laughs> oh no, not again. This is a laughing this is not a laughing matter. Would you please do it and stop? <laughs> Listen to me. I want everybody to stand back because you might see a flash of fire suddenly come up. <laughs> this is the spirit going inside the statue. So now I will say the special words in the special way that my mother taught to me and my father taught to me and my father's father taught my father to teach my mother to teach me and teach my grandmother to teach the grandfather to teach the, the grandson to I go.
Mito como alana, mundo con la hande hele belunda hala, minde kanda bolinde inumbabane. What language are you speaking of? You know, man, tell me. Don't interrupt me. I gotta start all over again. It's a wonder. I'm going to perform a wonder. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Mdoma Holdisi. And all of a sudden, this crazy Kishif Maha, his voice began to change. Spirit of the Shadim, I call upon you. Rise, rise, rise. Oh, my goodness, you hold a longer note over there, mister. Okay, so now what is going to happen? Stand the back. Stand the back. The flash of fire is going to come any second. Oh, yeah, really? Did you see that? That was beautiful. Nice of fireworks. I like that. No. When you enter the whenever a Jewish person passes by, you will scream, beat him, beat him, beat him. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, the spirit began to speak. Yes. And of course, the spirit went in the head. You know, Yossi, am I scaring you? No, this is such an exciting story. I never heard you tell a story like this. Holding on to the seat of over here. And everything. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I certainly will. Find <laughs> everybody that this story does have a happy ending. Keep that in mind. Okay, anyways, continuing right along. So, the Jewish people had no idea in that particular village or in that particular city. They had no idea about the statue in front of the university. And one day, a poor person named Schmerler was mowing along. Oh, look at this. The university got a new piece of decoration. Like a statue. 
I wonder who the statue is supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be a statue of a hero from Italy or Rome. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to go and take a closer look. Maybe there's a sign that says who the statue is. Okay. Yum, yum, bum, 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 bum. Okay, um, I'm coming closer here to the statue. And, uh, oh, let's see. There. Oh, there's no plaque. Maybe it's in the back of the plaque. Suddenly, when Shmero came close enough, for the spirit that was inside the statue to suddenly sense his presence, the statue began to holler. Beat him! It is a Jew! Beat the Jew! <laughs> wow! I guess that Michigan Akishif Masahara put his laugh inside the, the, the spirit over there. <laughs> but I'm not afraid because I know it has a happy ending. That's right, that's right. And so the statue screamed very loud. Beat him! He's a Jew! Beat him! And all of a sudden people from the university came out. Hey, let's get him! Yeah, let's get him! Okay, let's get him! Uh, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, you want to get the statue? Is it available in a store for sale? You're coming. Excuse me, pardon me. Ow, that hurts. What's the matter with you? How would you like to touch that? If I took the stick and I hit you in the head, would you not gonna be able to? Because we're gonna do it to you. Yeah, what do you do? And sure enough, they beat Smeril, and Smeril was bloodied up, and he left, and he went back to the Jewish part of that shtetl of that little village, city, whatever it was. Unfortunately, it didn't say what the name was in the, in the Sefer. Anyways, so he came back home, and his wife looked at him. <gasps> I smell a lot. What happened to you? I, 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 don't tell me. Don't tell me your nose was bleeding. You had a nosebleed? I, I, I had a nosebleed. I, I had a tongue bleed. I had my lip bleed. I, I, I had my toes bleed. And, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I think they gave me blows, all right, but not blowing my nose. They gave me blows all over the body. What? What are you talking about? Well, I, I'm going to take... Hope you'll be all right. Meantime, let's take care of these little boo-boos over here. Ah, yeah, yeah, let's take care of them. And so, sure enough, Schmerl and his wife took care... What happened? And that's what happened. See, first I saw the big statue, and I looked at it. It was a gorgeous big statue, and I thought it was one of the heroes, one of the military heroes from, 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 from you know, Italy or Rome or whatever, you know. And then I came closer, and I didn't see a sign. And all of a sudden, I heard this voice. And we're not sure, but I think it came from the statue. But it can't be, because the statue's just a piece of stone, a piece of metal. I mean, I, I can't talk, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I can't talk. Where do you get this crazy idea as Tetri talks? <laughs> you say it in Hallel over there and to heal my know, you say Pelham, Loyda Bayro. So what's what's rested of now? Why are you talking crazy things? It doesn't talk. What do you mean? It's this machine. What's rested of And sure enough, Schmerl said, Ah, you know what? You don't believe me? You know what? How about you and a couple other people? We're gonna go to the statue, and we'll see if I'm I'm I'm, I'm imagining, okay? 
Sure, Wagner. I go with you also. Ich darf sehen. I want to see this also. And sure enough, after davening, a number of people left the shul, and they went to the university, and the university. Tell me, I don't see nothing happening. We didn't kill him, see? I need to make my think I think again, and now you're just in a range of range for what? You'll see in a second. Oh, beat a Jew! Beat him! Beat him! <laughs> and all of a sudden. joke anymore. And then there was a big meeting in the show. It has been brought to my attention that we have a big problem here in the this shtetl here, the city. It seems to be that anybody walks down the street, anywhere near the statue, it seems If to anybody who came close to the statue, now it seems to be picking up if somebody's a Jew even further away, and it screams to beat, 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 and somehow it convinces the Goyim that they should beat us. And it, as it's a label, is not good. Already some people, because they're upset, they moved out. But this is not a solution, because we're in goalless. So, you know, it can happen this way, that way, we could be good in one place for a while. When the Goyim start up with us and they do things to us, it means that we're doing our various and Hashem is punishing us. So, otherwise, Hashem could make the Goyim lazy and it bother us, you know. So, I think that we should find... You know, in Spain, in Toledo, whatever the place is, have a rom that he's gonna close and write. Um, he could hey, by the way, if you're listening to me, <laughs> I mean, I don't have a say, I'm not the rabbi, I'm not the rule, but I think, what I think is, we should just forget about it, not walk over there, and that's that. And suddenly the Rav spoke up. Just a minute now? I just want you to understand. If they could do this in a small part of the town and they're successful in beating us, they will expand it to a bigger part of the town. And if it's successful there, they'll make it from one town to the other town. And we're going to have Gansatsuris bis Mashiach Kimp until Mashiach will come. So I think this idea to go to the Ibn Ezra is a very good idea. So who wants to travel to Spain? 
and they got a volunteer. And the volunteer traveled to Spain. And on that day that the volunteer traveled to Spain, and he got there, that is, on the day he arrived, I should say, on the day that he arrived in Spain, what ended up happening was, is that the Ibn Ezra, the Ibn Ezra, he was giving a shear, and some of his Talmudim started asking, saying, Salmon, uh, 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 uh. Some of this Kabbalah stuff, you know, be nice, and we could do things too, you know. I mean, you know what I mean. And the Ebenezer spoke up. Listen to me very carefully. It is not in our power to control these things the way you think. Baruch Hashem, I reached a level where I could use this power for good things. But don't be surprised. There are people in this world that know how to summon up the Sitra Akhra in many different ways for evil. And I don't want to teach this to you. You want to become closer to the Rabbi Nishlalem? You don't need this. To come closer to the Rabbi Nishlalem, you need when you wake up in the morning, you say, Moidani, you wash Negel Vasazoviyayid, just like a Jew is supposed to do. You do all these things the way you're supposed to do. And then, You'll be matzliach, and the more you daven, the more you learn, the closer to the Rabbeinish Leilam you're going to be. And that is my opinion. And just at that moment, the door of the base of Medrash opened up. Uh, yes, can I help you? Uh, you're not from around there, Kato. Wearing. Uh, no, not from around here. Um, you got that right. I'm really from, uh, you know, Rome, Italy, you know. Um, 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 but um, I was sent here as a shliach from the Rome from our town. You see, there seems to be, we don't know who is doing it, but we know there's a lot of anti-Semitic in this town, especially a lot of the officials over there. We know, <clears throat> yeah, pardon me, but we know that they are doing what were they doing wrong? Well, uh, you know, they don't like us too much. And when Gallus, you know, understand that we try not to, uh, you know, get in the way, we try to be honest, we try to pay our taxes, everything we do right, but they just don't like us. So, um, the people from the university, I don't know, they're the biggest anti smitten over there. They went over and they hired, I don't know who it was, the rumor is that they hired a Kishifmacher. First I stayed, you understand? And the Kishifmacher, what he did was really crazy. What do you mean? What's crazy? What did he do? Well, he uh, put a spell. I don't know how he can do this, you know. It has a mouth and it can talk, but you know, somehow. It's crazy. And uh, and what does it say? It says, beat the Jews, beat the Jews. And somehow it has a spell that people can't. They do this here, and they're successful to do it elsewhere. Your Rav is right. 
100% right. He is 100% I didn't come here to get to statue <laughs> because if you destroy the statue, then um, uh, you know they they really get angry and then really make trouble for us. No, it has to be done with chokhmah. Let's see now. It definitely has to be stopped. Hmm. Let me think about this. I have it. I have a plan. Uh, 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 you have a plan? Yes. Yes. But for this, you know, everybody has to say to him and Shlomo uh, Zalman. Yes, Rebbe. Listen to me. I'm going to go to uh, Italy for a little while. It might be a week, might be two weeks, a couple of weeks, whatever it is. I have to do a mission over there. Rebbe, please, it's dangerous. You're not going to destroy that. It's a big statue. Did you hear how he described it? Yes, yes, yes. Don't worry. You have to have a little amuna in betochen and abuin shlelem. Hashem is going to help. Don't worry. All right. But, 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 you just say to him, don't worry. Everything will be all right. And so with that, the hailer gets up. But he did something different. As he came closer to that town, he changed his clothing. And made sure that not one item on him looked Jewish poor. So instead of going to the front of the building, he went towards the back of the building, where there was a big backyard, a courtyard, if you want to call it. And he came in through the back gate, and he pulled up with this big carriage that he rented. And he pulled up. <laughs> and the horse parked. I don't know if they had a meter in those days, but anyways, the horse parked. And then what ended up happening was the Ibn Ezra got out of the wagon. And one of the professors, the head dean, I guess, was there. Excuse me, what are you doing here? Do I know you? My goodness, you're dressed like a professor. Who are you? And Ibn Ezra said, I am Professor Rinaldo. Oh, Professor Rinaldo. Hey, very nice. And what can I do for you? I heard that you have a very It's one of the most greatest ones in entire Italy. Yes, so I heard. And maybe you're looking for a good professor. <laughs> uh, maybe. And what can you teach? Well, I couldn't teach philosophy. <laughs> well, maybe I don't have a position for philosophy. Well, I could also teach mathematics. <laughs> mathematics? Maybe I don't have a position for mathematics. I could teach medicine. Maybe, what? Wait a second. You know philosophy? Yes. <laughs> and you know mathematics? Yes. And astrology? 
And mathematics, medicine, you name it. But, but, but how do you know all this? Ah, well, you see, I'm getting older. I used to be a very big uh, professor in the universities. And now I'm looking to be a professor, but not for such a large class. Only for the elite people that can uh, tolerate what I teach. <laughs> I think you're a joke. I think you're full of baloney and pastrami and pickle on the side. You know what I think? I think we're going to make a joke out of you. I'm going to call on the university students to come to the big audience. How good you are. A whole bunch of people life. And all of a sudden he switched to mathematics. And the formulas, the mathematical equations that he gave was like they, they couldn't even hold cup to it, you know, they, they just couldn't keep track. And then he did the astronomy and he showed what the stars and he showed the mathematical calculations, how they work together. And then, of course, he taught stuff on medicine. And he taught things that these guys never even heard of. And all of a sudden... Things. I said, you know what? We're going to hire you. Ah, yes. But I'm only going to work on one condition. I said, I'm getting older. So I want, I want only from uh, the elitist, the best students here. I want... The richest students here. I want people that are from the families of the government. You understand? Because I know when the season comes for the holiday, they'll tip very well. <laughs> so um, I only want the best. Well, how many students? Only ten. Fine, we'll give it to you. That's what I had in mind anyways. I'm sure you noticed that. And sure enough, the Ibn Ezra had this in mind to take the best Talmudian. And he had a good reason for that. And the reason was because the top people were the biggest anti-Semitim. They were the biggest anti-Semites. And for his plan to work, he needed to have the best. And so for a week or two, he stayed there. No one knew where he stayed after he left the university. And he made odd hours so they couldn't figure out that he was keeping Shabbos. And, of course, these guys ate it up, meaning... I know what you mean. Like, like they ate it up means like they, they ate up all his words. They just couldn't get enough. That's right. And then, one day, Ibn Ezra felt it was time for his plan to work. All right, now listen here carefully. Tonight, we're going to learn a little bit about astronomy. But in order to do it right, we have to go outside, and we have to go and... ...side to the backyard, where the statue was not affecting. And then he said, no, it's not a good view from here. Hmm, you know what? Let's go to the front of the building." And sure enough, the Ibn Ezra came to the front of the building. When he got to the front of the building, he was close to the statue. And no one over there suspected that the Ibn Ezra was their professor and that it was a Jew. And suddenly, 
The statue started calling out, There's a Jew! Beat him! Beat him! <laughs> and as the statue called out, the Ibn Ezra went into the next phase of his plan. What? What? Tis a Jew in my class? I went away from my other universities because I didn't want to have any Jews in my class. And now you're telling me there's a Jew here? Which one of you are a Jew? Admit it right now! Admit it! And of course, they didn't hop because the Ibn Ezra put in such a good act. And he was acting it out so strongly. And he sure didn't give any sign he was a Jew. He made it look like there's somebody else here who was a hidden Jew. And these guys were arguing, No, no, it's not me. I'm, 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 I'm. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. No, 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 it's not to me. And before you knew it, they were starting to argue. And they were fighting each other. And every now and then, they didn't hop. That certain points, the Ibn fighting, one of the goyim came closer to the statue of the Ibn Ezra and a little closer. So then all of a sudden the statue started going, He's a Jew! Beat him! <laughs> beat him! Beat him! Beat him! Uh, you, you see, I told you, Jew, the statue doesn't lie. He never lied before. He's not going to lie now. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And before you know it, these left there. So uh, that he has a big temper, so they, you know. The Ibn Ezra came closer. He's a Jew! Beat him! Beat him! Oh, you see? You see? You see? You see? The statue said so. Oh, no, that's right. The statue said so. Yeah, the statue said so. Yeah, the statue said so. You know, the no wrong guys i'm not a joe what is wrong with you yeah and suddenly he got so angry and he said i can't fight all these guys i know what i'll do that crazy statue is making a mistake it, it's it's off the wall it's a mistake no 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 and he bent down and he saw a stone big enough that he could pick up heavy enough to do a lot of damage he picked it up and he gave it one swooping throw and he was a good shot and it hit the head Came flying off. And it hit the ground. And it smashed into trillions of pieces. And, anyways, it crashed all over. It was small, tiny pieces. Oh no. Look what happened. Well, at least now he's quiet. He's not calling me. What's going on here? What's the problem? And suddenly, many Jews. It doesn't. It doesn't. The statue is very accurate. Yeah. We came out here to study the stars, and suddenly started calling uh, that this guy's a Jew. <laughs> I'm not a girl. Oh. 
Maybe the statue's making mistakes, I don't know. But it called him a Jew, and then he got very angry, and he threw the stone and broke the statue's head. Oh, no! That's going to break the magic spell. A what? Never mind, you wouldn't understand. You're new around here. Well, whatever. You know, I wanted to teach in a place that has no Jews, but you have secret Jews here. So, you know what? I'm leaving. No, no, please don't leave. We need a professor like you. But I am leaving. I'm not staying in a place like this. I'm very sorry. Hi, we'll find another place. Good night. And sure enough, they didn't hop. They, as as his whole entire plan, it worked to the T because he was a Mispalo and he trusted Nakadish Borhu. And he was successful. And when he came back, he told everybody the statue was gone. Things will be peaceful again over there. And of course, in the university, they never called the Kishifmach again. And the reason? I know, I know, because they didn't want to have a secret that it made a mistake. Because the guy they were beating up was one of the big officials in, 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 in the town over there. And it didn't look good. <laughs> so they kind of like made it like it looked like an accident or something, right? <laughs> yes, something like that. They never built that statue again. Wow, Rabbi, that was a terrific story. And, and I know, and you were so quiet most of the time. I never heard this one before. Did you ever tell this before? Well, if I did, it was many years ago. Okay, so I guess we're going to open. Name and what uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story. That'd be great. We'll start right now. But before we start, I just remembered I forgot to mention one thing in the beginning of the show. That yes, jradio.com could use your donations. So please. Twenty-nine, Notion Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, one one two two nine. Okay, we'll take the first caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Hello. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Uh, you have a problem with the phones? Um, one second. We have a little technical problem. Um, well, one second. Uh, I'll talk. I'll stall for time. Uh, we'll get a technician over here. Because uh, I know the phones are lit up and it seems to be working, but I'm not sure why it's not answering. Don't don't hang up, you guys. Over here, we'll find out what's going on. Okay? Uh, may, maybe there's a, a, a pickle stuck somewhere or something. I don't know. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Chaim Oldman. Ah, okay. And what lesson you learned, Chaim? Um, that you shouldn't start up with the Jews in us. So, you know Yassi Waldman? Yes, I do. He's my brother, and shout out to Avigdor Waldman, who's sitting near the radio set right now. What was the name? Which one? Avigdor. Avigdor, okay. Shout out to Avigdor Waldman. Yes, very good. Okay. Thank you, bye. Very good. Bye-bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Here, there about him. Pretty good attention. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson yeah. you learned tonight's story? Yeah, me? Yes, you. 
Excellent, beautiful. Thank you very much. And I want to give yes. a shout out. A real fast one because you know we want to take the other calls. Come on, real fast. Oh my! I want to say I want to buy the CD from your tier of some innocent tell you. I have it. I listen over to it and over and over. And Mayor Rosenberg and Uriah Kirschberg, shout out to you. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay, keep listening to it. Okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Hello, my name is Matthew Steinman, and I think that you should never believe in magic and that you should always believe that Hashem is going to help you if you believe in Him. And if Tati can say something, you should always, always believe them and do what they say. And whenever you... Whenever you... To Hitler for anyone, it should always come true. And I would like to give a shout out to my music teacher and to you and to Yassi and you. to the mailman and to a lot of other people who help oh, us with our. Because we want to hear everybody else in the phone lines on jam Okay, hello. Hi, yes. my name is Nikhil Simon, and I learned that you should always trust in Hashem. Very good. Hey, can I talk to Yassi? Hi. What do you want to ask me? Because the phone lines Hi. are busy. Are you a person? I am a person, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I certainly Okay, am. bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hey, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What, whatever you're listening to, please lower so I can hear you. Okay, yes. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, okay. Anymore. Hello? Yes, now I hear you. Yes. Me? Yes, you. Um, I learned that I learned that um you should always have Pitachon and Hashem. Yes. And that you should always have Amunach Hachamim. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hi, my name is Yaakov Yosef Morgan Stern, and I learned you should... Um, have a monochachamim. You should never believe in magic. You should have the tachain and be down with tachos. Also, my rabbi said um, that he knows you. He's Rabbi Carmen. He says he was your waiter in Torvadas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, which yeshiva is that now? What? Which yeshiva he's a rabbi now? Kind of one. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yep, yep. Memory lane, yes. Very good. He said so, he's... Um, you taught him how to imitate Yossi. It could be. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you very much. And send him my regards too. Okay, bye. Hello? Yes, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? I learned that you should have always a betachim in Hashem. Very good. Thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? My name is Moshe Strong. I want to say shows at the Dokken in Hashem. Very good. By the way, Moshe, you got my new CD yet? Yeah. Good. All right. How many times did you listen to it? Five. Wow. Very good. So now you know it better than me, probably, right? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out next time I meet you. <laughs> okay, very good. Anything else? 
Okay, very good. I'll go to the next poem. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? <laughs> okay. Uh, good okay, Marsha, let, let's, let's do it quickly because I have a full phone line. Okay, okay, all right. And I'm back again this time, but I only have one lesson in rhyme. Bitachem in Hashem is always with you no matter what you do. You're still a... Nicely done. Thank you very much. Okay, call to... Okay, next. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello. Are you there? Hello? Yes, you're there. Okay, what's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Um, my name is Mary Hoffman, and I learned from the story that... Um, that, um, that, that, like, you know, like, statues aren't good? So you should never go near statue, statue because there could always be something bad in it. Okay, that's in there to a certain extent. Hi, Hi, what can I do for you? We gotta go quickly because we have so many people on the other lines. I like the CD, like with the pizza one. Oh, with with the uh, gibbish gibbish. <laughs> I gotta go near because we got so many other callers. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hmm? Yes, you're on the air. What is English it? Bureau, and you should always listen to Thomas Huckham. I send regards to Mariah Carmen. Very good. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hmm? Yes, you're on the air. Hmm? Hello? Hello? Uh, there's something wrong with your phone. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you you're on help? The, Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight? Hello, my name is Adam. And, and I learned that you should always ask a dyke if you need help. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Okay, do we have any more time? Will we finish that time? We have one more. We can take one more call. Okay, hello. Uh, no, there's nobody there. Try the next one. Hello, you're on the... Whoops, what happened? Hello, you're on the air. Why, why are we hearing a busy signal? I, I learned that you should always listen to Hashem. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, so I think that's all the time we have. So, Be'ez Hashem, until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and see you all next week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, is it Do you miss the taste of Israel? Outside. The taste of your local corner grocery store.